0: and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding. No more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to up-level your life, is now hello hello beautiful soul i am super super excited for today's guest because when i had the honor to talk with kim on her show we had so much to talk about that i'm like okay we (laughs) gotta take it to my show so now i'm bringing you kim seltzer and the topic that we will be talking about today it's a little controversial so make sure to stick till the end because it will be very eye and heart opening so kim super thankful to have you here today i know it's always fun to be in your presence and you know like listening to your wisdom but before we go into today's topic what i would love to ask you would you be open for a short
1: visual meditation with me oh my god of course i'm all about it yeah let's go for it
0: beautiful so just to start, just gently close your eyes and relax into your seat. You don't need to be close to the mic right now. So just find a comfortable position that make you feel good and grounded. And just start noticing the space around you, the air around you, your chair, the ground. And slowing down your breath and feeling your chest coming up and down and with each breath that you are taking you're feeling more and more relaxed as there is nothing else to do nowhere else to go just you in this beautiful rich present moment and as you are relaxing with your breathing and your body it's relaxing to this beautiful moment i would love for you to visualize A beautiful, crisp summer morning in Australia. You're on your regular morning walk, sipping on your favorite beverage, and you're just looking around, hearing the birds chirping, the leaves moving on the trees around. Everything is beautifully still blooming and you're so in awe with all those beautiful colors around you. And as you're walking and relaxing in this beautiful day, there are kids playing around, playing and chasing each other. And one little girl runs to you around age five or six and she hides behind you from her friends like hide and seek. And when you look at her and smile, she looks at you and smiles back and she asks you, who are you? What is the one thing you would love this little girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. What would be your answer to her?
1: You want me to answer that? <laughs> um, I'm Kimmy. Nice to meet you.
0: That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Um, I love doing these breaks and pauses and meditation before we enter because. Sometimes we feel like we have so much to give and so much to share that we are like million thoughts in our mind. And this really helps us to drop into our body and drop into our heart and be really even more present. Can you notice any difference before we, you know, did the meditation and after?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I love that we started here because you did that on my podcast and it was such a beautiful example of how we can all get grounded and present which is so important when it comes to like relating and connecting and dating so it's a great place to start and I do feel more relaxed so thank you
0: you're so welcome I was doing earlier today another interview and the guest that I was interviewing she was like can I just stay there I just (laughs) went to Croatia on the beach and she was like can I just stay here? I was like, I can take you back if you want after our interview, but I would love to interview for my, you know, like listeners. So I'm happy that you are so open to come back. here, And I'm really excited for today's interview because one thing that you said earlier before I hit the record button is that So many people right now are focusing on the inside out. And and I'm one of them, Kim, because I did it the other way around for three decades. I was Mm -hmm. so focused on the outside. And I was thinking that outside, it's all that matters. How I look, how I present myself. And I did it on the expense above everything. Above my well-being, above my health, everything. What people think about me was the most important thing to me. So now... I'm going from inside out and seeing how the outside is changing with that. Well, now you told me I'm taking it a little bit differently. I am doing it from outside in. Can you share with me why? Why you are going from outside in?
1: Yeah, I, I love starting here. And, you know, by the way, I do think the inside is just as important. I mean, he- here, here's the thing. By training, I'm a therapist. So I always used to think the inside out was the way to go. And I still believe that it's super important. In fact, the inside and the outside, there's a symbiotic relationship between the two, right? When it comes to your confidence, the way you feel about yourself, how people respond to you. But I'll tell you kind of a quick backstory and how I got here and why it's so important is that you know, it wasn't until my own transformation happened and my own story when I flipped the script on this whole inside out thing. And you and I both have, you know, stories and journeys that helped us get there. And there's not one right or wrong, but what I have found through my own journey and with so many clients that I help is that when you start with the outside, it's the quickest gateway into the inside. And so what happened is that after, you know, <laughs> after focusing on the inside for so long and having this traditional life, I was from Chicago, I picked up, I moved across this, uh, this, this states that we are in, and we, we land in la la land, as I call it. And here is where the record stopped, right? Like everything that I knew, all the traditional kind of um, theory that I had and the way I saw myself, saw other people, it completely stopped because we decided to do what all the other people here do. We get a divorce. I'm joking, obviously, right? Like there's issues going on in this fairy tale, but I, I realized in that moment that I was like, oh my God, like here I am a therapist. I got support on my own. I did all this work, but I still couldn't get out of my own way. Right. And so what does a girl do when nothing else is working? And when I looked in the mirror, I hated what I saw because this is, this is the defining moment. I see this woman who is very sad, all dressed in black. And I still have my nursing bras on. I wasn't even nursing any longer. I mean, it just shows you how stuck I was. So I go shopping. I'm like, okay, nothing else is working. I'm going to go shopping and I'm going to up-level myself. And I thought I, I was, I, but no, I'm pulling all the black clothes again. That's keeping me invisible from the world. And this personal shopper, she came up to me. I now refer to her as my angel. And she says, ma'am, I've been watching you. and I really think you should try this on. And she holds up this red dress that I thought was three sizes too small. And I said, well, that's really sweet of you, but that's not my size and that's not my color. She says, honey, that is your size. That is your color. Try it on. And it was like, she hit me over the head with that red dress. I call it my red dress moment. This is what changed the entire course of my life and my career. I decided to put that dress on and I twirled around like Cinderella and I look in the mirror and bam. I couldn't believe what I saw, right? Like here, I just saw something. So I realized in that moment, there was this visceral response that I needed in order to shift, in order to move, in order to take bold action, right? And so I bought the dress and I go out into the world and all this magic starts happening. I mean, guys started noticing me and my business started soaring. And, you know, it was this domino effect of when I had the confidence to be seen. And let me reiterate, that's really what it was. It was, I was scared, right? Like the black clothes was like a black cloak to keep me invisible from those alien men out there. And I realized this was all my fear, right? And that I had to get past that fear and have those feelings of self-worth to be seen. And the red dress was the vehicle to which helped me get there. And I share that story because it's it's where everything started, but also kind of where I landed with how I service people. And so now I have this, it's the name of my podcast, this formula called the charisma quotient. And I love charisma cause it's a magnetism that just helps people just draw you know, this energy to you. And I know you do a lot of work with energy too. And it's that confidence and and magnetism that usually helps catapult you into whatever it is that you want in your life. And there's right. Like, and so there's three areas and I'll finish here. The first, and this is the outside in the first area is I work with people's style intelligence, meaning how they dress, how they present their body language, first impressions. It's how you move into life, right? And then I work on emotional intelligence. Then I go inward because the inward is super important. But if you're not feeling good on the outside, it's going to be hard to show up on the inside or there's a mixed message. So I like to kind of tackle it that way. And then I work on the third pillar, which is social intelligence, which is how we interact with people. And yes, that includes flirting. (laughs) So a big part of my business is helping people flirt with life. And that's how I got here.
0: That is so powerful. And you so speak my language, of course. Otherwise, of course. (laughs) But I really love what you're saying. It's the magnetism because I was just talking with my husband about it. He's shifting his, his business. You know, he divorced his business partner last year and changing his business. And these big changes are, you know, like challenging sometimes. And what I was sharing with him yesterday, what I learned along my journey is that it's the confident that sells, right? Yeah. Like when you're healthily full of yourself and it doesn't mean arrogant, that means like, this is who I am. You either take it or you leave it. But when we are hiding, when we are not showing up, like you are using a black clothes and this beautiful analogy of it, right? Like what and why you were using it. So often we are hiding. We are hiding behind our excuses. We are hiding by our appearances. Well, you don't know I'm a single, mom you don't know I'm not healthy you don't know I'm too busy you don't know I have three jobs right you don't know I'm building a business it's like we are hiding to not be seen and to stay safe and I know that you and me we love with love tough love but calling our clients out on this because for like when you're hiding you're never living Mm. never living you know because that's not a life that it's true to you you might feel safe but what's safe about it it's like you're slowly dying and you're not living a life that it's really true to you so what do you feel like for you it was like changing of the clothes what are some of the first steps that women who are listening right now can assess where they really are like taking a radical responsibility and look at their life, where do they start to start being honest with themselves?
1: Well, you know, nowadays I'm really calling myself a strategist. You know, I I used to call myself, you know, a coach and, and I still coach. I am a therapist. I am an image consultant. I'm all those things. But you know, to me, it's about breaking patterns. And in order to break a pattern, a habit, and you know this too, you have to come up with a strategy that counteracts that. And so the, one of the first things that I always like to do with people is to sit down and hear their journey and hear their story, because you can't figure out where you're going to go, unless you know where you've been. (laughs) And so, you know, really that is the therapist in me and understanding just the holes and the pieces of the puzzle. Cause the truth is, I mean, there's some like, like yourself, there could be someone who is amazing in style. And, and in fact, maybe they're using style to cover up other things. There are many ways of hiding as we're talking about, but I think you have to understand some of the, the patterns and the repetitions that happen over your life that are holding you back currently. So, you know, after we detect that, then it's making an action plan. And I like to sit down and I actually create a dating plan, just like a business plan for my clients. And that could be many different things for each person. You know, it's not one size fits all. That's why I kind of take pride in because we are all so different and our journeys shape us. So I think one thing that everyone should do is almost do like a life audit for themselves. It's like, can you look back and see detect patterns for yourself and the the kind of guys that you were attracting in your life. And here's the thing. We cannot change those guys. Like if you had a string of narcissist, okay, that's your pattern, but you can't change the guys. All you can do is look at what you're doing to attract that and why you're attracted to them to break that pattern. Right. And that's where, after you kind of detect some of that about yourself, then it's plugin and play kind of thing in each of those areas. So is there something about your marketing, like the way you're showing up in your clothes or your profile? So I do a lot of like style makeovers and that includes the profile makeover. Right. And, and so many times women are just not marketing themselves in a way that's attractive. The right people. So that's why I like to tackle it first because if it's a marketing issue, that's an easy fix, right? Like, there's not too many things in life where it's like, okay, change that shirt and fix this hair and put better lighting on, and you might get something different. Like, there was a woman who had a bunch of pictures on her profile, and she hired me for dating coaching. But and she's like, no, you know, I think my style's fine. And, and she was stylish, but the problem was, is her pictures were all wrong. And she only had one picture that maybe was date worthy, and the other ones really were not serving her. So she wasn't attracting the kind of guys that she wanted. And we, it was a quick fix. We changed her marketing strategy. Right. And then from there, she captured a, 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 a greater net of men that was totally different than she did before. But then once she captured them, how does she keep them? Right. So then it was the different plan in place. So I, I guess my point is it's different for everybody. And it's just a matter of like where things are challenging and where your confidence doesn't live and just get you practice so that you get results.
0: I love that. You know, I love that. Of course, like it's going to be different for each and every one of us. Right. But starting with taking a life out of it, right. And creating strategies that are going to change what the results you are getting. Because when you look at the results you are getting in your life, if that is not like I have a have yes for you and it doesn't feel good to you, something has to change. And that something is you. And we both know that like strategists, coaches, therapists, mentors, like people who are able to look at your life with a perspective that you might not have, because like this client of yours, she told me like, Hey, my, my marketing is cool. Like I like what I'm putting out there. Like, yeah, but this is what people are seeing, right? This is what you right. want to be putting out there. This is what people are really seeing. So I feel like sometimes it's really important to have this like, outside the perspective that can loving you guide you to what do you truly desire so looking at the results and then take a life out it and is it really matching my desires and am I really embodying the person who already is living that right because it's it gets too much if not what are you attracting it goes back to the magnetism right like who are you being what is your energy what are you putting out there and how are you presenting it
1: Yeah. And I find like with what you're saying too, often people are just in a tug of war with themselves because often what you want, you also fear. And so you, you know, like if you can really take a look at some of the things that you're fearing and it could be rejection, it could be fear of failure. It could be fear of abandonment. Like there's so many fears that come up when it comes to dating and attracting that, that you might just stay spinning around. Like I call it spinning donuts, right? Because you're not going to move because you're just so like paralyzed with fear. So the only way of getting over fear and the only way, and this is how I see confidence, right? Like, I don't believe there's one person that is not confident. It just means that you haven't either had experience or positive exposure to something. So let's say for instance, you attract a lot of narcissists. Well, maybe you realize that you focus so much on the man that you don't show up enough for yourself. So what can you do to practice sharing more about yourself on dates? right and so this is these are where the strategies come in and i find that like if people just work on these little like goals and you and i have talked about this before that's that's what ends up the bigger result you know and the bigger win for people if somebody is really uncomfortable in their body and they're scared of flirting then practice flirting and like every single week, go out, make eye contact and smile with five guys. Like you got to almost gamify it for yourself in order to, you know what I mean? And I, I make people do this all the time. It's almost like a scavenger hunt. Cause I first have to see where their, you know, confidence is, is kind of a little bit like shot or maybe they're scared. And then I have them go practice around that skill. So then it becomes less scary. And, And that's really the name of the game.
0: I love that. And, you know, it's my husband, he's always like gamifying everything in a business. He loves like, uh-huh. this. And instead of like, oh, I have to be like messaging and lead generating and all these things, he's like gamifying everything. So it's exciting for him because if we are not feeling, you know, well about ourselves and then we're like, oh, and I have to do this, then we are bringing ourselves down and we're not going to follow through. And what kind of results would you be anyway? getting if you're putting into energy of like, you know, like resentment, like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this. So I love that you are gamifying that. So what do you feel is the most important thing to know for women who are not feeling worthy? And I know we could say like, yes, you're worthy, but you know, (laughs) sometimes we wish it would be simple.
1: I know. And I hate when um, you know, people say that was like, oh, just feel worthy or just increase your self-esteem or confidence. You'll be fine. It's like, well, what does that really mean? Right. And so, yeah, I, you know, I guess it's first taking a look at the areas again, where you're not feeling worthy. And really, again, I like the categories that I have, because if you look at the charisma quotient with the outer, the inner and the social, those are the three areas of confidence. So what I would do is I would rate from one to 10, 10 being the best, one being the worst. Where do you fall in your inner confidence? Where do you fall on your outer confidence? And where do you fall on your social confidence? And the one that has the lower number, that's where you start working. That's where you start putting strategies into place to start making a difference. So if your like, outer confidence is not feeling so good and you look frumpy and you're feeling frumpy like I did in my story, then could you just go out and buy that red dress? Or maybe you want to start with a red lipstick or perhaps you just buy a pair of heels if you've never worn that before and just try it on for size, literally and figuratively until you start really walking in those shoes and it feels like you, even if it doesn't at first, because I challenge people like it may not feel like you, it may not feel like you wear a pair of heels, but I guarantee you, if you do it enough, you'll start owning it. Mm-hmm. it of course, if it's comfortable. <laughs> and yeah. I know, and for those of you who don't wear heels, I got, I got plans for you. I know some comfortable heels, but um, like I did this with a woman. It was so cute. Cause she didn't feel very feminine. She all, she was very much in her head, very much an academic kind of boss lady. And she was horrified that she had to put heels on. And so we kind of talked about it. And a lot of it had to do with the association of like her mom and her mom was very flirtatious. And she felt like, well, she didn't want a guy to like her just for being a woman. She wanted the guys to like really respect that she had intelligence. And so she was kind of dulling down her, her, the way she looked and she styled herself. So i just had her practice wearing a dress and heels every week to the market, to the coffee shops, to everywhere she went. And she was horrified that she had to do this at first. And in fact, she's like, Kimmy, I don't know if, if I can do this. I said, well, you pay me all this money. You might as well try. <laughs> so she laughed. She's like, okay, I'll do it. And again, I made it a game and I said, don't put any intention or expectation around it, other than you're just fulfilling your homework. Well, she started doing it, and she started noticing men noticing her. She noticed her energy was different. She started interacting with guys more. She started getting more courage to put that those kind of images online. And by the end of the coaching, she had this like newfound sexy confidence. She so much so I created a monster, quite honestly, because she she like every day she was wearing it, and she was she just loved that side of her, knowing that it wasn't giving up the other side of her. Mm. So I share that story because that's just an example of where someone can go wherever the confidence lacks. It's just a matter of having a plan and strategies around it.
0: Mm, That's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love that so much because like you can really reshape everything that is happening in your life by the way you're feeling about yourself and I love that it doesn't have to be this or that we're living in a world that it can be this and that you can be beautiful sexy and feminine and be respected right and be seen as the the expert or the wise one so that's amazing Kimmy thank you so much for that and what before we wrap this up what is the one last thing on your heart that you would love to share with the audience who are listening to us right now who are still struggling the inside outside
1: uh the inside outside well i mean i guess i would ask what about the outside in or just like focusing on the outside is hard for you like really dig deep and try to understand where this is coming from. Like, is this a message you got growing up? Was it the way you were raised? Did you have someone hurt you before that, you know, maybe, you know, then you almost dimmed your light, right? And you shut down your voice for some reason, because you don't want that again, like, there's so many things that get associated and attached to this. This is why I do so many flirt workshops. And I just did a course called get your sexy back because like this is a pain point for a lot of women. But it's it's really figuring out the why. And once you figure out the why, then it's like just being honest with yourself and helping you just take baby steps and practicing how you can undo that programming that you've had. Because at the end of the day, it's just like what we said, you can be smart and sexy it's not either or Mm -hmm. you can be both and in fact being sexy is our power you know loving ourselves right being feminine it it, it is all about that and at the end of the day and this is what i tell everyone when you love you when you look in the mirror and you find yourself sexy that's when other people will too.
0: Mm, absolutely love that so I know that I love being connected with you on Instagram but do you have any other favorite places that you would love to connect with the women who are listening right now
1: yeah, well, obviously, we're talking about my podcast and the Charisma Quotient. So you can find me there. And pretty much I'm Kimmy Seltzer everywhere. Uh, KimmySeltzer.com. All my social media handles are at Kimmy Seltzer, K-I-M-M-Y-S-E-L-T-Z-E-R. And yeah, I mean, it won't be hard. But if you have a direct question, you can just go to Ask Kimmy.com and that will get me directly and I can help answer anything. And I have, you know, all kinds of things going on and be happy to include you in them.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for today, for the work you're creating in the world. It's always fun and so valuable. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me.